Happy New Year. Hello, I'm Penelope Maver, and welcome to Earth Converse Podcast, an exploration into our relationship and conversations with the Earth, all in the hope of inspiring a deeper connection with ourselves, each other, and the Earth that is our home. I didn't even intend to do this New Year episode. I was going to wait to open the year with my special guest, and I'm feeling a bit under the weather. But as you will see from the various postings on the Earth Converse Leadership blog, I love the new year for its celebration, pause and hope. We may be approaching all those three differently in this transition from 2020 to 2021, but I could not let the opportunity go to talk about our future self. For generally, it is that time of the year when we inevitably reflect on what we would like to manifest in our lives. We can find ourselves being more open and defining and sharing what we really want. We may be out of control of so many things, but we are in control of what we dream and do. And this episode weaves in so many themes explored already in the Earth Converse podcast. Self-awareness, self-regulation, conscious practices of reflection, meditation, of opening to our intuition, of expanding our view of connection, of nature, of resetting, and so forth. And so I intend to explore our future self in just four different yet interconnected ways. Of course, there are unlimited ways to our future self, but these four are first, a visualization, drawing from sports psychologist Charlie Unwin, a future self and planet contemplation inspired by meditator Tara Brach, a reflection inspired by Sufi poet Hafiz. And I finish with my own musing on resolutions are like puppies. All links will be in the episode extras as usual. So tune in and I will mark the four parts with the forest sound. Here's the first part. Visualisation. You may have picked up that I like sports metaphors something I was able to nurture by being a leadership consultant with performance consultancy Lane 4. One of my colleagues at the time, Charlie Unwin, ended up the performance psychologist for the Great British Skeleton Team, and his 2017 TEDx Hollyhead talk is about the secret imagination of elite performers. As he says, visualisation, imagery or mental rehearsal is a key quality in high performers helping them to guide their focus and control and learn skills quicker and more accurately, as well as to manage their expectations. For the brain, thinking is the same as doing. It uses the same neural pathways. So when we visualise, imagine or mentally rehearse, and the more we do it in engaging all our senses, we internally recreate the environment in order to be able to better control the reality of being there. He talks about how working with skeleton athletes shone a light on the profound importance of being able to prime our brains. Skeleton is this crazy winter sport in which a person rides a small sled, known as a skeleton, bobsled or sleigh, down a frozen track while lying face down and head first, like their chin about an inch above the ground. You know, they reach up to speeds like 130 kilometres an hour or something, and they hurtle around corners, experiencing the same force as fighter jet pilots, all while reserving the spare mental capacity 
to drive the sled to pinpoint accuracy. The thing is, is this isn't their only challenge, believe it or not. Because of the pressures of their body, they only get the opportunity to slide two or three times a day. So two or three minutes of physical training every day. So visualisation isn't just something that adds value to training, it's something that becomes essential for them. They spend hours visualising and recreating it so their body remembers those micro-movements. The brain doesn't distinguish between thinking and doing. That is some power to contemplate. And building on that, here's a future self and planet contemplation inspired by Tara Brach. As you will know from episode 5, I so appreciate Tara Brach's work and I love her future self meditations, which you can find on her website, tarabrach.com. Basically, the future self meditation is a contemplation which reveals aspirations for our evolved future self and acknowledges that which is in us already. It's a beautiful way to start the year or the day or a moment. So if you're keen, we're just going to do it for five minutes. Get yourself in a comfortable position where you won't be distracted by anybody, where you can close your eyes, feel safe and relaxed. Sitting down or lying down. And just relax your body and bring yourself to the present. Maybe take some few long deep breaths. Deep in breath, long slow out breath. Letting go and relaxing each time. And just follow your natural breath. As you come into imagining yourself forward in time, meeting your future self. Maybe 10 years into the future, 20, depending on how old you are and how far forward you want to go. Let yourself engage with this beautiful encounter of your future self on this earth an older, awake self on a healthy planet. See what society you're living in. Your home. The feeling of it. And what you look like, your clothes, your posture, your gaze, the feeling of your presence.
your heart quality. The way your future self looks at you. Taking your sense of connection to yourself, others and the earth. What might you let your future self know about what's going on in your current life? What guidance do you seek? And see if there's any message your future self wants you to leave with that will serve you right here, right here tonight, this new year, this moment of your current life. Bathe in the feeling of the vision and wisdom of your future in your body. Your future self filling you up in every cell, in your heart, body and mind. Luxuriate in the light and warmth of this knowing. and return carrying it with you, knowing the seed is within you. You just have to remember and connect with your awakened heart and mind and body and connect with your awakened heart-mind. Thirdly, as you know, I love poetry, and here's another way to think of our future self, this time inspired by the words of Sufi poet Hafiz. Ask the friend for love, ask him again, for I have found that every heart will get what it prays for most. For me, in just four lines, Hafiz captures the dance of elements which help make things we want to happen, happen. There is purposefulness and proactivity, a balance between grace and effort, and a combination of individual and collective energy. Ask the friend for love. Ask him again. For I have found that every heart will get what it prays for most. Whether we wish to fill our deepest longing or honour our freshly minted New Year's resolutions, it seems that we are most likely to succeed if we have a clear intent and we act on it. And we call the support of powers beyond our own 
like Emerald North in episode four talked of, of praying, of calling for help. Here she is with those powerful words. I even call all angels, and when I do, I am in my mind anything I can imagine, and then I call everything I can't imagine. Known and unknown, felt and unfelt, seen and unseen, anything that's there. Hey, help! With that clear intent, where we act on it, call the support of powers beyond our own, and then we surrender. a view on resolutions, a resolve towards our evolution. And I have the view that, like the slogan, a puppy is not just for Christmas, resolutions aren't just for the new year. Because, of course, every moment is an opportunity to start again. From those resolutions we purposefully set to those that spontaneously emerge each helps us take control of how we live our beautiful lives. For many people, the strike of the clock at midnight on New Year's is that exact time to bring forward a new commitment, thoughtfully considered and crafted in advance, or a clear vision of how they want their lives to manifest. For others, it may just be about carrying those over from the previous year, for our old patterns are tenacious, are they not? As a morale booster, it is comforting to reflect on those that we no longer have to set. We can dismiss these so easily, forgetting their significance. So they need to be remembered and celebrated. I'll include my 23-year-old self giving up smoking. Well, that simple habits like drinking two glasses of water each morning, meditating or exercising daily have long become part of my routine and therefore no longer need to be on the New Year's resolution list. Trust also that profound resolutions will pop up during the year. They will stir within us and will not obey any fixed arrival schedule. Like a bud, they cannot be forced open and will blossom in their own time. And they will feel easy because they will fit in with who you are. For me, decisions like creating the Earth Converse podcast did not come out of any plan, but perhaps had its origin deeper in my psyche. Beware, of course, that resolutions are fodder for the trickster. When we think we may have something nailed, life teaches us that it may not be so. We may find for years that we need to stop something or start something or give something up. Often it takes many failed attempts and soul-searching to figure out that we have been resolving to do something externally when it requires an inner resolution. Many a year I have resolved to find love. That has changed to being love. After all that, perhaps the most powerful resolutions of all are those we make in each precious moment of our lives. Those moments when we see the wants and fears that are driving us. Where in the now we resolve to break out of our old ways and choose a different response. It may be when we drop our shield of anger to reveal our vulnerability, to assume the best rather than the worst, decide to be appreciative rather than critical, to be generous when we tend to withhold and open up when we typically shut down, or stay when our impulse is to run, and when we find ourselves faulting on our momentary made resolution, 
we take a deep breath, gently forgive ourselves, open our hearts and resolve to try again. With each of these choices, we determine the life we are to live and become all who we are to be. your current self feels pretty good as it sets off in this new year, I'm pretty excited about the year ahead. We have a great lineup for the Earth Converse podcast already, and I am deeply grateful for your attentive listening and engagement with it. So we'll pause here and see you back for the next Earth Converse podcast. In the meantime, enjoy Earth one conversation at a time.